Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Down for you. No relief. I've swallowed my pride for you. Lived and died for you, and you still make me feel like a thief. Yeah, I remember those days. Doesn't matter what you do, you can't make them happy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Welcome back. Sports for the Max News Talk 830 WCCO. Twins and Seattle Mariners coming up uh, in about a half, about a half hour of the pregame show. Tomorrow, taking center stage here in Minnesota are the state tournaments that are still left for spring, uh, spring sports. That's golf, baseball, and lacrosse. Joining us now, the veteran coach, the very successful program, but don't say Margaret's Rob Horn. Coach Horn, thank you for joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, and congratulations. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. It's a pleasure to be joining you tonight. Uh, hopefully it cools off a little bit before we get into tomorrow. <laughs> you know, we're terrible, aren't we? You had to start the season and worry about snow flurries and sweatshirts and how many layers. and not, We, we can't, can't quite get And now tomorrow we've got heat access. But it is a real concern, particularly when you're playing in the afternoon like you are. Uh, what precautions, what do you talk to the, to the gang about as it pertains to heat tomorrow? You know, after we ended up, uh, you know, punching our ticket to state and winning our section, uh, you know, we just started looking at the weather forecast for the next week. And it seems over the past couple of years, it's always been this hot getting into the state tournament. So, you know, we've been, like everybody else, preaching hydration, proper nutrition, you know, even at practice, stopping every, you know, five, six minutes and letting the boys drink water. Um, you know, and that's really the name of the game tomorrow. It's going to be, you know, who can survive the heat and uh, who can, you know, play their best game on a really hot day. Do you find that kids, though, the, the adrenaline and they're in such good shape that cold and heat, not that you you're, you got to be very aware of it, but but do you find most play through it pretty well? Uh, you know, I, I think the cold is actually easier to play through than the 
overwhelming heat. You know, uh, we have sh- smaller rosters than what we carry normally during the regular season. I think, you know, with the heat, the way it has been the past couple of years, hopefully, you know, in, in years to come, the MSHSL will look at that uh, as a way for us to, you know, keep our rosters a little bit more even, especially when we're sure. dealing with some of the heat scenarios. Yeah. Now, your, your team obviously isn't the first year that you've been good, but tell me about lacrosse and the building of uh, in the state of Minnesota. I remember in 97 doing the first story that I had done when it was a club sport and they were just introducing it and, and saying it had a chance to take some wings. Boy, it sure has. What, what have you seen in terms of the explosion of participation and what is it that draws kids to lacrosse? You know, I, I think, you know, the explosion really started, I think, um, we always had, you know, a great club. Uh, organization, you know, the BSLA uh, prior to 2007. And then the state sanctioning opened it up to a whole new world. You know, you had a lot of schools getting involved. You had ADs saying, hey, you know what, this is a new sport. It's a great way to get kids involved in more spring activities. And that's where we really saw the explosive growth. You know, we've had, you know, everything from rec leagues uh, take off to our, our middle school state tournament is one of the biggest ones I believe in the country. Um, on top of that, you know, you have the explosion of travel teams in summer ball. Um, and as more and more kids started picking up the sport, they started to get involved, grabbing their buddies. And, you know, that's why we saw the increase of, you know, the increase in, in the numbers. Um, I, I think kids like it because it's fast paced. You know, um, I'm not taking away from any other spring sports that are out there, but it's different. Uh, sometimes new is, is fun and interesting. Um, and, you know, I think that's what's really driving kids towards it. Is, is, I mean, is the profile of the kid, is it the same kid that plays soccer or football in the fall, hockey in the, in the, uh, uh, in the winter, or is there not a correlation there? You know what? I don't think there's really that much correlation. I, I think uh, the lacrosse players in the state of Minnesota are great multi-sport athletes. We see kids from all backgrounds, you know, of sports. Um, basketball, yeah, has a great correlation, a great transfer over. You know, obviously ho- hockey kids, great hand-eye coordination. Um, you know, football, the physicality, soccer, the footwork. You know, so it blends the a lot of traditional sports skill sets into it. Um, but, you know, it's also the, the oldest sport, you know, in North America on yeah. top of it all. So, you know, we might have been here the longest, but, you know, as we continue continue to grow and go more and more in the mainstream, hopefully we continue to see the rise. Can kids pick it up and play it well if they're athletic later in their high school career? Or are you now at a point uh, as it's matured where you, you better be playing from a young age? You know what? I, I think it goes a little bit of both ways. You know, it is definitely a skill-dominated sport. You know, you have to invest some time. But athletes are athletes. You know, and any <laughs> high school coach in this state will tell you, you know, we'll take all the athletes and we'll coach them up. And we'll, we'll turn them into lacrosse players. We'll get them interested. We'll find their passion in the game. Um, it seems every year I'm even on our roster. You know, we're keeping one or two guys that are traditionally, this this isn't their first sport. You know, this might be the first year they've even played in our program mm-hmm. um, because it's, you can't deny the athlete, you know, and we do see that with the multiple sport kids that come out and say, Hey, I want to give this a shot. And, you know, for the past couple of years, we've always seemed to have one or two. I know, I know you're going to say there's room for both, but big and strong are smaller and quicker. Which one, which one uh, uh, ends up thriving more? You know, I think it's positional based, but, you know, I, I'm going to go small and quick here just because I'm a small, quick guy when I play. Hmm. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to give a, a little bit of a kudos to it to us guys that are a little bit crafty, might not be six foot two, might not jump out, 
you know, off the page at you, at you. But this is a, a working man sport, if you will. You know, you can go out and outwork the bigger, stronger, faster guys, um, make yourself more skilled, have a higher lacrosse IQ. And, you know, it, it comes down to stick work. You know, that is the one non-negotiable common denominator between all the good teams that you're going to see at at the state tournament this week um, and, and players all across the state. You know, if you can catch and throw, you can be an asset. Now, Benil, you've built a pretty special program there. T- tell me what's gone into that. What, 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 is, what is, you know, when you think of lacrosse, Benil St. Margaret's is, it pops in your mind right away. Well, how have you done that? How, how have you created the culture? You know, I, I was really fortunate that, you know, uh, when I first started coaching um, at Benilde, and I, geez, I hope I get the years right. I want to say it was like 2003, 2004, uh, with a very good friend of mine, Colin Mulcahy. Um, and we coached together, you know, as, as co-head coaches all the way through 2007, and I left. And he really established, you know, that culture, even after I departed, where they continued to go on and be extremely successful at Wednesday state championships. And when Colin went to retire, um, well, I, I couldn't say no. You know, it, it's home for me, and I wanted to get back. And, you know, there, nothing was broken. It just needed, you know, a little bit of elbow grease and a little bit extra, you know, polish on it, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we've just really dove in uh, to make it about the community, about the boys, providing them with the opportunities to continue to improve together, um, whether it's off-season dome time, you know, taking them on summer trips together uh, so they can spend more time bonding. You know, it's really about our program and our culture um, where we just empower the boys uh, to, to really give their all you know, based off a schedule that fits for them academically, socially, you know, while being a very well-rounded student. Is, is playing on turf just about mandatory now, or are there still schools that can play on grass? You know, I, I grew up playing on grass. I, I, I think there's a couple holdouts still left out there in the state. But, but not many you know, are Minnesota, there. <laughs> Not too many at all. I think, you know, Minnesota, it, turf makes sense. You know, it, just for the wear and tear, our you know our long spring winters, as yeah. we like to say here, <laughs> you alluded to earlier, um, and, and just the wear and tear of multiple sports needed to get out there throughout throughout a day in a practice. Uh, I could think right now, you know, at Benilde, even you know the girls have three teams practicing before our boys teams even get out there. Oh boy, yeah, grass that, that, that grass wouldn't last long, would it? Not at all. You'd have the football coach come and call in really quickly. About the, <laughs> the old coach, he'd be out there in a quick hurry, man. He'd be, he'd be kicking <laughs> you guys to the Little League field to be good. Exactly. So these kids that will play, that you know, now, now the season gets over this week, and, and then what are summer lacrosse, uh, what's standard now for kids that participate? Is it leagues? Is it clubs? Is it, how do they go about holding their skills in the summer? You know, a lot of it is club, and it's a lot of it is also ran from whatever the high school programs will also offer. You know, I know players in our program that will be leaving, you know, uh, Sunday morning, you know, at the conclusion of the, of the state tournament week, and, and they'll be heading out east to catch up with their travel teams or go play in front of college coaches and, and go through that whole re- recruiting cycle process. And then you see a lot of also high school programs like what we offer and a lot of the other schools in, in the state where they're, you know, they'll take a week or so off. And then we'll, you know, offer a couple summer practices a week, a, a summer league game. So we try to cater to, you know, those kids that are involved in multiple activities so they have an option in the summer at home. While there's also, you know, the the players that are out there where lacrosse is their number Red one and butter, sport. Yeah. And exactly. You know, you kind of want to be able to have – an opportunity for everybody to continue to develop. Yeah, and, and that's always a, not a slippery slope, but a tough balance because the kids don't want to let any of their coaches down. And if they're multi-sport athletes, they're trying to, you know, they, they don't want to get behind on any of them. And, and I, there is no real perfect fit. 
Uh, the only thing that I've seen is, if, if, if nothing else, just train to be a good athlete, right? And, and then exactly. pop it into it, but, but, but lift weights and get stronger and quicker. And then, and then if you're playing lacrosse and basketball and football, uh, it's applicable to all of the above. Exactly. And it's finding balance. You know, no coach is going to, I, I don't think a coach is ever going to frown upon you missing a practice for another sports activity. You know, I think where we kind of, you know, frown upon is when you tell us you're, you're, you're out doing those other activities and, you know, you're at home playing video games. Now yeah. there is a time and a place to play Fortnite. Don't get me wrong, kids. Yeah. <laughs> My, but it's, it's more the kids feel guilty, too. I think, because they're trying to please so many people. And they, you know, and they, and they, and they don't realize they, that the coach understands it. Yeah, I think they just need to take a deep breath and understand, you know, you only get to go through this high school experience time, or man. be a student athlete once. once. Exactly. And, and you get to talk about it for the next 70 years. So do the best you can, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, exactly it. Now, now this Bell kid that you got, I see he keeps coming up in the, on the scorecards. You know, whenever I look, I'm going, man, he might, he looks like a tough, gritty player. And I used to watch his dad play hockey, you know, sometimes without a helmet, and that, that concerned me, you know. But does he, does he have more grit than his dad? You know, I, I <laughs> not to have Scott come track me down pregame, you know, I, I think uh, Mr. Gus uh, Bell is a, a definitely a special athlete, you know, and for a sophomore, he's really put in the work and the effort to continue to hone his skills and his games. Uh, it, it, and you're really starting to see it start to flourish here down the stretch for us. He's a, a valuable asset to our program, and I think the sky's the limits for him. Yeah, he doesn't really. have much fear, does he? No, you know, <laughs> and – He's a coach's dream. Is yes sir, no sir. Sometimes we got to tell him to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he, you know, he thinks That's the an game. Asset. Yep. He loves the game. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the positive energy that he brings out there, you know, every day is part of the reason you know people like me continue to go out and do this. You know, we love building these relationships with these student athletes, watching them reach their potential. Oh, you yeah. know. Uh, the, the the good and the bad, right? There's ones yeah, and losses. Yeah, good days and bad all. days, and starters and subs. It's a hard thing, but it's it's a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, coach. Uh, fun to talk to you about all the above, and congratulations on all your success, not just this year, but in years past in building that program. And good luck tomorrow, and stay cool. Uh, we will do our best. Thanks a lot, Mike. You bet, Coach Horn. Benilde St. Margaret's tomorrow. State lacrosse, state baseball, state golf tomorrow. We'll have highlights on Channel 4 at 6 and 10, and who knows what guests we might have to speak to it as well tomorrow. When we come back, the Twins in Seattle. What do we really know about Seattle, the city? We'll ask a man that knows much. Stay with us. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 